You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody, it's One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com. Welcome to this very special episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Why is it special? Because I have a return guest on. He was so freaking awesome the last time he was on. I had to invite him on again. And at the end of the interview, I actually invite him on again because this guest is so cool and so knowledgeable and just awesome all around. His name is Kai Davis. You can check him out at kaidavis.com. His specialty is marketing education for freelancers and consultants, but don't turn it off right now because Kai knows how to do some online marketing magic. And it's funny because we started out this episode with one plan, like we were going to go down this other road and he was going to teach us about something really cool. But during that first sentence, when I interview him and you'll see where it happens, if you listen to this episode, I say, Hey Kai, tell us a little bit about yourself. And he pretty much says, go to my website. He gives us his, his marketing spiel, go to my website and you'll be signed up for daily emails. And that was just like, Oh, Hey Kai, why are you sending daily emails? Because this is something we do at trafficandleads.com, not me personally, but have. And it's something that a lot of people do and see some success with sending out daily emails. How crazy is that? But it's totally effective. It totally works. And Kai tells us all of the inner workings of why you would want to send a daily email. He also tells us when you go to kaidavis.com, it is not his website. It's a literal landing page, which is crazy. And then you can go into his site. Even if you don't want to opt in, you can go see all of his awesome blog posts and everything like that. So two killer strategies from Kai. You guys want to listen to this episode. So where does this fall into the click technique? If you don't know what the click technique is, make sure you check us out at theclicktechnique.com. It's all of my online marketing secrets. It's basically how to build a foundation for your online marketing for any business type. So check it out at theclicktechnique.com. It's free. It's a five-day bootcamp and access to a private Facebook group. What letter of the click technique does this awesome interview fall under? We'll see the second C for cultivate. Once you get people's email address through your irresistible offer, you now have to cultivate them. And Kai is a killer cultivator. Is that a real thing? Yeah, it probably is. But he cultivates every single day. And he tells us how important that is. Super awesome. Make sure you listen to this episode. I think you'll like it. Before then, of course, I have to do a commercial. This podcast is brought to you by trafficandleads.com, my online marketing agency. We do everything for online marketing from email marketing to uh, SEO, Facebook ads, landing pages, everything. So if maybe you're not happy with your current provider, maybe you want to dip your toe into Facebook ads, maybe you're already killing it at PPC, but you want to do some SEO, or maybe you don't even know where to start and you want an all-inclusive package, ah, we've got you covered over at trafficandleads.com. So let's dive into this killer interview with Kai. Hey, Kai. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. So excited to have you on today. Excited to be back. Thank you so much. Yes. So just to remind everybody, why don't you tell us all what you do? 
Absolutely. So my name's Kai Davis. I'm an educator for freelancers and consultants and small business owners. I help teach uh, independent business owners how to get more clients and get more leads without necessarily spending more on marketing. And I write a daily email newsletter for uh, freelancers and consultants. And you could sign up for that at kaidavis.com. I love it. So um, I'm going to just, I'm going to dive in here. We did not talk about this in pre-interview, but why do you send a daily email? Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Why do you send a daily email? Great question. I love stimulating conversations with members of my audience, people who have subscribed, people who want to hear more from me. And I uh, used to always send out a weekly email. And the joke I gave was it's a weekly email because I only remember to send it one week out of the year. And about nine or 10 months ago now, I said, you know what? I want to stimulate more conversations with members of my audience, make this more of a conversation than just a broadcast mechanism. And so I switched over to daily emails. So I was able to be more present, show up in people's inboxes, provide them with a small bit of value every single day. And what I found is by switching over to the daily emails, it's improved my critical thinking process about freelancing and consulting and running an independent business. I'm able to be more responsive to my audience members. If I write a letter on a specific topic and I get a dozen or two dozen replies saying, that was great, we loved it. I know, okay, tomorrow's daily should continue on the same topic, should explore it a little more. So it's allowed me to build stronger relationships with my subscribers, share information more often, and just develop a better rapport. I'm amazed at the number of people who now write back to my daily emails, contributing their insights, agreeing, disagreeing, asking, clarifying questions. So I switched over to the daily emails to have that closer relationship with my readers. And I have to say it's a 10 out of 10 success. I absolutely love it. I think that's awesome because you hear, and I have personally experienced, the more you email your list, the better. But if I were to ever say to pretty much any of my clients, you need to start doing a daily email, they would probably fire me right there. But uh, I mean, I am a, I, I subscribe to a couple of people and I get their daily emails and exactly what you're saying. It just definitely like it makes the relationship a little more intense for some reason. So that's really cool. Uh, do you mind if we just continue talking about this for just one more minute, actually? Oh, please. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about. We could go as long as uh, we like. Okay, cool. Um, so it seems like a really big nut to crack to come up with some sort of topic to send out to your list every single day. How do you do it? That's a really, really good question. And it was a thing that held me back from starting with the daily emails, uh, uh, early on, what I discovered was as you write more daily emails, you get inspired or as you write more, you get inspired by what you encounter in the real world. You see a lesson, a client interaction, uh, you're at the grocery store and have this experience and you're like, oh, I could turn this into a story or a lesson or something educational. And as I, I discovered, as I wrote more, more topics would come to me. On top of that, I'm a very, very big believer in the power of continually surveying uh, my audience members, subscribers. And so as soon as somebody signs up for my email list, they hit a thank you page. And on that thank you page, I say, hey, just a quick question here. Tell me your number one problem when it comes to freelancing or consulting right now. And so I get maybe a 20% conversion rate on that page. And so if I have 10 people sign up, two people have given me new questions to write about. And so right now, if we logged into my uh, Trello account, my content creation pipeline board has, I think, three hundred different topic ideas that people have submitted to me or have asked questions about. And so it's really become a virtuous cycle. As I've written more, my audience becomes more encouraged and more responsive to reply back with more questions. Those questions give me an idea either of a theme or a topic or a specific answer to questions that they have, letting me more easily write the next set of daily emails. And so 
it feels like it's a tough nut to crack early on, but I found sitting down with a just a standard yellow legal notepad and saying, what are 15 things I could talk about relating to my specialization or my expertise or how I help my clients? Well, hey, you could easily come up with a list of 10 or 15 things. When it comes to writing the emails, because we're writing daily, we don't necessarily need to be writing a 2,000, a 3,000, a 5,000 word article or post. We could instead be writing a 300 to 500 word email, and it's much easier to say, well, I want to write something about, you know, the upside of hourly billing. Let me write a 500 word email about that. And so it's easier to create that content. What I discovered really is by switching to a daily email practice, I'm spending less time writing my emails and writing content. I'm getting more engagement with my audience and it's easier for me to come up with new topic ideas or new product ideas. So it seems like, oh my gosh, daily, that's such a huge hurdle to get over. But really once I'm on this side of it, it's a much more easy way of interacting with my audience. Wow. So do you schedule those out? Are you literally on the hook every single morning to write that email? I've done it both ways. Right now, I'd like to build up a bigger buffer, but right now it's pretty much wake up, come up with that day's email, write it, schedule it, send it out. Uh, When I went to Burning Man earlier this year, I scheduled out a month of emails ahead of time. I just did a two-day writing sprint and wrote the 30 emails and scheduled them all. And it was a nice benefit because I was able to say, okay, this is the narrative arc. If I'm pitching a product or launching something or educating on a topic, I could say, you know what, this week is on this topic. Let me write it out and schedule it out. But the downside to that is I can't be as responsive. I have a friend who does daily emails and has it scheduled out a month in advance. But that means if his audience responds back to email two out of 30 and says, we love this topic, write more, Mm. his publishing schedule is such that he can't be that responsive. So I'm on the hook every day writing a new, interesting, engaging email. And it's actually a really fun challenge and constraint. So are you a natural writer? Like, do you you consider yourself a writer? You know, it's a good question. For years, I always wanted to be a writer. And in college, I actually was double majoring in creative writing and economics and ended up just getting my degree in econ and always look back and said, gosh, I wish I got that degree in creative writing. I've always wanted to be a writer. Mm. And then earlier this year, I was like, wait, I write all the time. I've written three books. I'm writing these daily emails. Nobody can wave a magic wand and make me a writer. I just became a writer by continually making the clackety clack noise. So listen, I will officially grant you the writer title. Kai, you are officially (laughs) a writer now. But I think (laughs) I think it really comes down to just making that clackety clack noise frequently. I mean, if anybody in the audience says, I want to be a writer, I don't feel like I'm a natural writer. I don't think anybody feels like a natural writer. I think it's just continual practice and saying, I want to get a bit better at the skill and every day showing up, writing a daily page or three, writing a daily email and saying, okay, it's becoming more comfortable for me to write in this way. And over time you find out, hey, somewhere along the path, I became a writer. So when you first started sending out daily emails, did your uh, unsubscribe rate kind of skyrocket there and then level off or what did that look like? I could not have gotten people off my list faster unless I was sending two emails a day. I, I came into it completely cold. Oh, they were whew, out the door, out the door. I think and I they're sending lost. nasty messages on the way out. <laughs> How dare you? And my list was almost ice cold. So I had at that point uh, probably 2,000 people on my email list. Mm-hmm. And I started with the daily emails and it very quickly dropped down to around 1,500 people. And people were just saying, you know what? I haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, th- this is a lot of email all of a sudden. 
I'm out of here. And I'm actually okay with that mm -hmm. because I think of my email list as being a small community. And I'd much rather have, honestly, a hundred people who say, I love reading your emails than 10,000 people and having an open rate of 10%. Mm -hmm. And so I think people unsubscribing because the daily emails are too frequent, because it's not a topic they're interested in, that's fine. I might not be the right person for them. Them clicking the unsubscribe button doesn't matter. There's still people there who say, oh, I'm very interested in what you have to share. But when I first switched over to that daily publishing schedule, it very much spiked that unsubscribe rate and was a big dip. But the people who remained were engaged, interested, wanted to see where this experiment led to and are some of my most engaged readers now. Have you seen your sales increase since you started doing a daily email? Dramatically. 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 Yes. Uh, uh, every single day, basically. Uh, so every single daily email I send has a pitch in it. It's mentioning some product or some service that I have available. And so again, some people are like, yo, too self-promotional, I'm out. And that's fine. They weren't going to buy anything anyways. But for the people that remain, every single day is a day for or an opportunity for me to educate them on a problem they might be facing in their business and say, well, if you are experiencing this problem and if you're looking for more information, here's a product or a service I have that will help you solve that problem. And so sales have gone up because I'm in the inbox more frequently, because I'm able to educate and nurture more often. I contrast it with what I think of as the typical send an email once a week schedule. And if somebody's just sending once a week, they get 52 opportunities in a year to talk with their audience. Mm -hmm. If I'm sending every weekday, I have over 250 opportunities to talk with that audience, to pitch them on a product, to say this is something that will help improve your current situation. So daily emails have been a dramatic growth driver in terms of product sales, consulting sales, and service sales. Dang, that is so cool. I love this topic so much. Do you also write on a blog and try to get traffic and, and blog posts and social media posts? Or are you mostly just writing for your emails? What is your con what does the rest of your content schedule look like? Great question. So I do a lot of podcasting. I host two podcasts of my own, uh, Make Money Online and Get More Clients. So we'll set those aside. It's a different publishing schedule there. With the written content, I write email first. And I'll be writing my dailies and say, well, how do these daily emails connect? In a week, I might touch on three or five different topics across those five different emails, but I'm pulling that content together and saying, well, this was an article on specialization. This was an article on market research. This was an article on how to charge more and more often. And in the background on my site, I'm assembling these articles together piece by piece and going from, say, a single 500-word article to a 1,500-word to a 5,000-word article by combining and then editing together the different dailies. So I'm I'm focused on creating articles from the site, but as combinations from the dailies that I'm sending out. So it's not writing twice as much. Really, what I found is by writing the dailies, I'm able to have a nice content creation process, have people essentially fact-checking and offering their opinion on these articles as I write them, and then assemble them into larger pieces of content on my site for organic traffic, for inbound traffic, for paid traffic. Wow. What, what would you say to people who are like, I'm scared? Like, basically, there's a lot of mindset around... Um, email marketing, I found with my clients, like they're just nervous that they're bothering people and all these things. Um, what do you have to say to people about that when, when we go and say, hey, you should send a daily email? And they're like, I don't want to bother people. People sign up for your list because they want to hear from mm -hmm. you. The parallel I often draw is, let's say we sign up for a Netflix subscription. Well, we sign up for Netflix because we want to watch a thing. And if we only use that Netflix subscription, let's say once a month, and we draw that parallel to only emailing our list once a month because we don't want to interrupt them, it's like, well, 
we signed up for the service, they signed up for these emails because they're getting a benefit. If we really believe in the quality of what we're writing, the information we're sharing, the value we're providing, why wouldn't we send a daily email? If our information is that valuable, if people are signing up, it's because they see that value. So oftentimes when I work with people who are saying, hey, I want to increase the frequency with which I email my audience, be it to daily or to weekly or to something in between, we encounter that exact same hesitation. Hey, I don't want to interrupt my audience. I don't want them to feel like I'm spamming them. I don't want to feel like I'm overwhelming them. What I usually say back is, well, think about how many emails you receive in a day. Well, a lot of emails. So would it really be spam if somebody switched over to daily but was providing valuable content to you? No, not really. I'd enjoy that a ton. And so we're able to work through those mindset challenges around fear of interrupting or fear of overloading or fear of spamming or fear of negative feedback as we increase that frequency with which we email our list. Mm -hmm. Am I explaining that well? Yes, you are. are do you um, recommend to all of your clients to send a daily email? It depends. I think it works well if you're interested in building, building more of a brand around your personality there definitely is a personal component that gets worked into your daily emails when you're writing that often. You're building a relationship with people. People are writing back more often. So I do recommend it for people who are selling educational products or want to build a closer relationship with the people on their list. But it very much depends on how comfortable they are with writing. If somebody is saying, yo, I'm just getting started writing a newsletter, what should I do? I wouldn't necessarily encourage them to start off with daily immediately. Instead, mm -hmm. I'd say, Let's get familiar with email marketing, best practices, best principles, get your list growing, and then switch over to a more frequent publishing schedule. But I think the concept of writing daily about your business still applies and still is a huge benefit for any business owner listening to this. Just publishing an answer to, say, one question that a prospect has asked you in a pre-sales conversation or one technical support question you often get, turning that into a knowledge base article or an article on your blog or something somewhere else, just getting into the habit of critically thinking about and writing about your specialization or your business is an incredibly valuable skill. If the output of that is emails, that's great, but emails might not be where you want to start with that. Instead, that daily writing practice is really, I think, the most valuable part of the entire mm -hmm. equation. That makes sense. Okay. So we're just going to stick with this topic today because I love it so much. So when you go to Kai Davis, cool. so I noticed this earlier this week when I was prepping for the interview, you go to your website, kaidavis.com, K-A-I davis.com. There, I'm doing a little plug for you. But when you get there, you see a lead page before I can see anything else. And it's basically saying freelancers get more clients without spending more on marketing. Enter your email address below to receive Kai Davis's daily freelancer marketing email tips where you're asking us to basically get on your list there. And then there's just this teeny tiny little baby sentence that says, no, thanks. Show me Kai Davis's articles first to which will take me to your website. Tell me how that splash page is working out for you. It's working very, very well. I see, I see a, let me think back on the metrics here. I'm seeing between an eight to 10% conversion rate on it, which I think is decent for a landing page with what is mostly called yeah. traffic. It, well, I guess it's not entirely called traffic. And I think that number might be artificially lowered because I've returned visitors who hit kydavis.com. They're like, oh no, I meant to go to the article section or read about this other thing over here. So it might actually be higher than 8%, but presenting people with, 
just this immediate call to action with social proof through testimonials on there, I'm able to move people towards that email list earlier on. And it's been incredibly valuable for me just to say, hey, the most relevant way for you to get information about what I want to share with you, what I want to teach you, what I want to help you with is to be on the email list. It's front and center. People are able to see, okay, I need to go on his email list. That's the direction I want to move them in. And once they sign up, then I move them to a questionnaire, to my most popular articles, and move them forward with the email marketing, sending them a pre-scheduled series of sort of onboarding emails, and then moving them over to the daily list itself. Why did you decide to do this big splash page versus like a pop-up or, you know, something that comes in from the side or something like why? I don't know, Kai, it seems a little mean that I can't read your podcast or I can't hear your podcast or read your articles unless I can find this little teeny tiny sentence that says, no, thanks. Show me the articles. Good question. So it it's not a typical pop-up slash page takeover that you often see where you land on any page and suddenly right. you're presented with the opt-in. Right. Instead, it's just the homepage. And so I really wanted to be clear that the people I want to interact with the most or the people I could serve the best are the people that say, yes, I want to give my email address. I want to learn how to get more clients without spending more on marketing. I enjoy the idea of a daily newsletter. I think of it as sort of an extension of the principle of serving your best buyers. My best buyers, the people who I will work best with and who will work best with me, are people who say, hey, I want to read a daily newsletter on this topic. And so while it does sort of create a, a, a strong reaction. People could be like, what the heck is this? I just want to read a site. Why am I being presented with this splash page? There's that portion of people, 8 to 10%, let's say, who immediately say, I want to opt in. And looking at the analytics from homepage to other pages on my site, a considerable number of people click the no thanks, just show me the articles first link and move forward there. So it's it hasn't turned off as many people as I was afraid mm -hmm. it would. Instead, it's turned a lot of visitors into email subscribers just immediately from the get-go. And I find that to be incredibly valuable just because I'm able to have a more structured relationship with them there, understand what they're looking for, send them more relevant resources. If they're just browsing my site, they will get a lot of relevant information. But if they're on the email list as well, they get more actionable information that's more timely and more specific to their needs. Ty, if you don't mind me saying, it seems like you're in the business of trying to to turn as many people off as possible and trying to <laughs> and trying to gather those that really resonate with you and bring them closer. Is that fair to say? I think it's fair to say. And I think that every business owner honestly should be, try to put themselves in that position just because I see yeah. like a lukewarm, eh, it's good yeah. response as being no value. I'd much rather have somebody say, hell yes, I want to sign up for the daily newsletter. I'm ready to go. Or if people say, this is not my scene, I'm going to hit the back button. The people who hit the back button, they aren't the best buyers. They aren't the people I want to build that relationship with. And so I think you're absolutely right. I want to push away. I want to get that no from the people who are not a fit as early as possible. And so I'm left with a smaller group of best buyers or best subscribers who say, I'm very interested in this. Tell me more. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you know a little bit based on our last conversation when you were on the Traffic and Leads podcast, you know a fair amount about search engine optimization, right? Mm-hmm. So is this landing page, the way that you have it set up, that's probably not going to be affected by this recent update that Google came out and was basically saying on mobile devices, you can't have like these takeover pages or we're going to start, you know, punishing you and that kind of a thing. Is that part of the reason why you did it? Or do you care about that penalty? Can you talk to us at all about that penalty and how you have the setup? Absolutely. My understanding is this will not be or this will not be impacted by that update. And so Google's update is basically encouraging people to move away from full screen takeovers, from just pushing people towards 
uh, uh, opting in by getting them to click through to an article and, oh, now I have to dismiss the, do I want to grow my business or do I want to set my business on fire modal pop-up? Mm-hmm. What I found is having a landing page like this, it provides value. People are able to move forward. It provides social proof. It renders well on mobile. It still provides that solid experience. I'm still ranking well. The homepage, honestly, I'm just targeting my personal name with it. It ranks number one for Kai Davis. It doesn't seem to have been affected by any of the negative uh, uh, ramifications that might be there. And then it's on the internal pages that I'm really targeting specific keyword terms saying, I want this page to rank well for road mapping sessions. I want this page to work well or rank well for how do I raise my rates as a consultant. So I'm focused sort of on two different goals there. The homepage is there to get people onto the email list, and then articles on the site, I'm individually optimizing for keywords to get more traffic and then move people towards that email list. Love it. Um, I noticed that you also don't use any pop-ups or anything on the inside of the site. The only thing that you have is a big green button in your menu that says daily freelancing tips, which takes me back to the homepage. And is there a reason why you're not using pop-ups or anything like that? I actually do use the drip toaster widget. Uh, it might be blocked if you're using an ad blocker. I've mm. noticed that popular ad blockers have started disabling that. I've tested some exit intent opt-ins. I've tested some other strategies. Honestly, I think I'm leaving a lot of metaphorical money on the table or subscribers on the table by not using some of those strategies. But it really comes down to there's only so much time in the day and I have to prioritize what I want to focus on when working on my business. And those just haven't been things I've been able to execute on yet. Awesome. But you do feel like they are relevant and useful. You just haven't had the cobbler's kids have no shoes, as we always say. Very much so. I think they are relevant and useful, and I'm looking forward to testing them. I just haven't had that opportunity to test them yet. So awesome. Well, once again, Kai, you gave us so much information based on one sentence in your intro. We kind of went off on this thing, and we had so many other plans for today's podcast. So I am going to be inviting you to come back again to talk about the real topics we were going to talk about today. So... Before you go, though, I'm going to turn the time back over to you. Feel free to tell us again how to find you and anything else you want the audience to know. The time is yours. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And first, I just want to thank all the people who tuned in to listen to this episode. Thank you. I absolutely love doing podcast episodes like this, and it's audiences like you that make the difference. Uh, If you're interested in learning more about how to get more clients for your business without spending more on marketing, sign up for my daily newsletter at kydavis.com. Spend a week, two weeks on it. See if it's the right fit for you. If it's not, unsubscribe. I won't take any hard feelings. And if it is a fit, well, I'd love to have you as part of the community. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Kai, for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, there you have it, folks. What an amazing interview. Thank you again, Kai, for coming on. I will be inviting you back here very shortly. So if you like this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast, please make sure to leave us a review, share it with a friend. We have a Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. It would be pretty awesome. I really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Again, I have to do another commercial. I know, commercials, commercials. Trafficandleads.com for all of your online marketing needs. I've been doing this for 12 years. My agency and I know how to kill it online. I think I've said kill it like 800 times during this podcast. So uh, apparently that's the name of this podcast interview. So until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with Trafficandleads.com where the solution to your soul growth is just one click away. Oh,